This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budget, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow, all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increased their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Head to NetSuite.com slash C-Suite for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Rembrandt Communications helps you boost sales, awareness, and credibility fast with a unique combination of SEO, copywriting, content marketing strategy, and public relations. Visit RembrandtWrites.com for your free initial consultation today. Welcome back to Simplify Your Small Business. David Wolf here once again with Melanie Rembrandt. She is the small business PR expert extraordinaire. Melanie, welcome back. Good morning, David. How are you? Doing well, thank you. And we have a very special guest on the line today. Uh, Melanie, would you like to introduce our special guest, our surprise guest? Yes, I'm very excited. We have Kim Kiyosaki, the uh, author of Rich Woman and uh, part of the co-founder of richdad.com. She is an investor, author, speaker, you name it. I like her because she is a small business success story, especially being a female. So welcome, Kim. We're so happy to have you today. Thank you, Melanie. Thank you, David. So happy to be on your program. Absolutely. And Kim, you know, you and I have talked previously about the many, many hats that women or men or any entrepreneur wears, particularly when they're solopreneurs, but even in a small team. So it'd be interesting now to get your insights about um, helping cope with the noise, the fire hose. How do we simplify when we're small business owners? That's that's the million dollar question, David. <laughs> I love it. Uh, you know, I just I just came across this the other day, and I've been through this myself years ago. Um, you know, we do wear a lot of hats, and especially if you're just starting out. In a lot of cases, you're doing everything. Okay, um, we're not good at everything. Nobody's good at everything. Number one, you got to understand that. And the thing that happened for me and what happened for a friend of mine recently, he's very creative. He's a very creative guy. He's a, a producer, video producer, director. And his, he wasn't getting back to, on communication. He wasn't communicating with his clients. Things were kind of falling awry. And it's like, you need help. <laughs> you need an assistant. You need somebody that can handle that stuff for you. And here's the, the problem that they say, I don't have any money. I'm just starting. It's going to be more expensive. In my experience, it's going to be more expensive if you don't bring on that person that's going to handle the things that you're not good at and let them handle that so that you can focus on the things you are good at and grow that. Um, I, when I started with my very first personal assistant, I'm like, oh, I only need her a few hours a week. Well, in two weeks, I found out I needed her full time. 
And that alone helped grow my business. So I would, I mean, for, for get a personal assistant, start there. Somebody that's going to do the details and the things that you may not be good at. That's one, that's one thing I would start with. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned the creative personality type. Uh, absolutely. Many times uh, we, I'm one of those, I'm probably a member of that club. Uh, I've learned over time to be much better in terms of putting things in order and uh, uh, in my personal life as well. I'm, I'm the guy that cleans the garage in our family, but I'm also, I've gotten good at it, but it takes, you really have to focus on getting good at it and trying to do it all when you're trying to do creative work and organize timelines and production timelines can be really, really challenging. Melanie, what? Sometimes you just need to do it too. I mean, it might be scary. Oh no, I'm taking my business to the next level by hiring employees or an assistant. And even if you don't have the money, you find a way to do it. You can do a trade or, you know, find someone more that's inexpensive to start, but you, you just find a way to do it. And it might be scary. And I think it's just getting over that fear and making the next step for your business. Yes. There, there's actually a great um, tool called Colby, K-O-L-B-E, Colby.com. Um, and it's more about your intuitive traits and what you're good at. So, for example, um, I'm not an organized person. And I, I took courses on it. I read the books on it. I, took, I bought all the products on it. And I, and I finally realized I'm not an organized person. So let that go. Just know that I'm, I'm not. And then I bring in somebody that helps organize me. And a lot of times these people like, I, like a bookkeeper. A bookkeeper is crucial to a small business owner crucial. You don't have to bring her or him on full time. You can hire by the hour, but you've got to be really, really detailed with the numbers. The numbers are going to make or break you. So those are two, two key roles, I think, as a bookkeeper, and you can hire them hourly. You don't have to bring them into your business, but a personal assistant can grow your business and you're going to, you're going to find, oh my God, I should have done this so much sooner. And we'll make much more money because of it. Absolutely. You're really pointing to the know thyself part of all of this, which is really emotional intelligence. It's really accepting who you really are. I mean, the purpose is the purpose. That's not going to change from the time you have the aha. We, we've talked about it in another podcast recently. That doesn't change, but the how you get there, you can assemble the help you need to complement your skill set. Um, yeah. The other thing yes. that strikes me is I know you're a real estate person and I know that you... Uh, are able to, it's funny, you, this distinction between looking at the quality of a deal, which is a very detailed activity. I mean, you have to really look at the, what's the cash flow going to be doing. But at the, but at the same time, it's, it's funny and, and sort of fascinating that you don't consider yourself organized, which is maybe more about timeline stuff, right? It's, it's stuff yeah. over time as opposed to looking at a condition and analyzing it. Yeah, that's it, a good point because I, I don't see the numbers really as numbers. I see numbers as telling a story. It tells me the story of the property. It'll tell me the story of a business. You guys could look at Melanie and David. You could look at a business, the numbers of any business and see what's going on with that business. Um, that's really fun for me. And I also always look at real estate. Any property I buy, I look as an entrepreneur would look at it. I look at it as its own business. Um, and it's not just a property. It is a, it, it has the income, it has the expenses, it has the same problems any business has. So one thing that, um, this was a comment actually was interesting talking with Dave Ramsey um, and we we're having dinner and he said the difference between what we do at Rich Dad and what he does is he's, he's basically dealing on, the, on managing your money 
He said, the difference is everything you guys look at, everything I look at, everything Robert looks at, we look at it from the viewpoint of an entrepreneur. You know, what's the problem we're solving? How can we make it? How can we get known to more people? How can we grow this? Where's the, what's wanted and needed in the marketplace right now? If you can figure out the problem and have a solution to the problem, that's, that's key. The, the women, I know a woman who, had a, um, she was, had a baby and the baby had a, like, wanted to drink out of a water bottle, but could, of course couldn't. So she created this little cap that a baby could drink out of a water bottle. She made a fortune, but all she was doing was solving a problem that was right in front of her and other, other mothers wanted it. Yeah. Need is the mother of invention, as we sometimes say. It's also, it's, it's also so striking, you know, particularly for creative entrepreneurs, we have the ability to, to, to think very complexly, but I've, I have found, and I'm still working on this, is it's usually a very simple, singular problem you're trying to solve and, 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 and really find the market for the one thing you want to solve. Because in a simple business, there are so many sub-businesses, right? right Real right. estate is a great analogy for so many businesses. I love the way you think that way. I, I always have felt that, that when you look at, the financials for real estate, uh, that uh, an asset, it, it does have a life like a business. It, it's, uh, and it's solving one problem too. So. Right. Yeah. And I think David, I think Kim just gave away one of her secrets to success is that she looks at the overall picture of uh, kind of like a story of beginning, middle and end rather than how am I going to make budget? How am I going to make payroll? Or, you know, a very focused look at things. It's kind of an overview of a big story. So I think that's a good tip for our, our listeners. That's a good point because I was talking to a woman the other day and she was looking for a job and she said, I just want a job with no problems. <laughs> I'm like, we're there. <laughs> oh, I want that job too. <laughs> if there's no problems, why, why would anybody need you? <laughs> they're not right? problems, they're opportunities. Come on, really? Yeah. And I if people go into, you know, being an entrepreneur, you're going to face problems. You got to know you're going to face problems. You're going to know you're going to make mistakes and you've got to just look at that mistake and go, Oh man, you just showed me something I didn't know. So you make the mistake and then you go, okay, so what didn't I know? What am I learning here? What did I miss? And once you figure that out, then it's like, Oh my God, now I'm that much smarter. Now my business can go a little more smoothly instead of going, Oh my God, don't, don't make a mistake. Don't make a mistake. Well, if we don't make mistakes, we're not going to grow our business and we're not going to grow as, in, as human One beings. One of the cornerstones to the work you do is really this whole reframe on mistakes. They're really just challenges that present new opportunities to learn and do it better to the next time. What a great note to leave it on too as well. I would, if I, if I, I, would make, I would make more mistakes and I'd make them faster. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kim Kiyosaki. Especially when you know how to learn from them, they're golden nuggets of information that you wouldn't get any other way. Yep. As my, as my teacher, Bucky Fuller said, uh, mistakes are only sins when not admitted. Um, So a lot of times we hide from our mistakes. We don't want to (laughs) admit them, but if you learn from them, then, then that's where the gems and that's where the priceless learning comes from. Priceless information too, Kim. Thanks so much for being with us on Simplify. Uh, Melanie, any final parting words from your side? Well, thank you so much, Kim. I think our readers, our listeners are going to get a lot out of this and we really appreciate your time and being on our program. Oh, love it. Thank you, Melanie. Thank you, David. Really, really a pleasure. Thanks. A delight.
podcast and radio networks produces and distributes podcasts and audiobooks for authors, speakers, entrepreneurs, and business leaders. If you're an existing podcaster, find out about our unique Grow Your Podcast distribution program to help you grow, connect, engage, and transact with your audience. Learn more at podcastandradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.